Guys, we cut a deal with the Taliban. <laughs> America, you've tied it again. America, for the fifth conflict in a row, it's a tie. I need a towel. <laughs> Will, I fucked up. He splooged all over himself. To, is there any sort of wipey over there? There is. Is there a red container? Yeah. Red bag? Yeah, wipe. Here you go. Thanks, buddy. I made an oopsie. No. No, don't do me any favors, Will. I think this might be worth keeping in. Because, you know, it shows a side, side of the thing people don't get to watch he's a spill. human you guys guys i'm just a regular human boy <laughs> who shook up kombucha and paid the ultimate price don't call it kombucha a kombucha <laughs> k-o-m um oh god all right that's pretty good okay that's pretty good Yay. that's the great thing about being a guy is you never really have to clean that much You're like yeah i'll be all right Ew. um Ew, she she said. Um, <laughs> that should be on your gravestone. Ew. I say ew a lot. Oh. Um, podcast. Hi. Hello. Week. It's we. It's March, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, Finally. It is March. Fucking second. Second. You know what? I just realized this morning. It's probably not going to rain again for months. Maybe a year. That was a rough day. The one day it rained yesterday. Everyone was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, it did rain yesterday. Yeah, it rained like, I mean, it was like, it's like nonsense rain. It's not even rain. It's not rain. It rains for like one scene. <laughs> it like hit me in the forehead and everyone was like, oh my God, it's raining. Yeah. It's um, for so, but yeah, so it'll be sunny and 75 for the rest of the, for another eight months. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome, Los Angeles. <laughs> Bianca, you like politics, right? Do I? Mm. How you feel, Lots happening in the in the world of politics. Uh, there's been a shakeup. I bet you know. I Drew Michael, the silent comedian, uh, the guy who did the HBO special with no audience. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet him a hundred dollars. I took Pete Buttigieg over the field. Uh, I don't understand betting. Uh, I basically said Pete. He's like, I thought this is six months ago. I was like, I think Buttigieg is going to win. <laughs> and, Why would you uh, think that? Because he was uh, in the military, Midwestern, gay. He just hit a lot of white. He hit a lot of good demographics. For, but for the most, for most of the country, you thought that would run well. Yeah. Okay. I'm very old. Okay. Um, I believe in the old. Um, now, white. I think whiteness. I think the thing that turns you off is the white. What do you think was the least appealing part of him? Um, for me or for the rest of the country, I do think his sexuality probably played into it. You think so? I think it would, on a national level, if he was the nominee, I think it would, I think it would factor in. I mean, Even we with don't liberals? Talk, huh? Even with liberals? No, probably a lot less with liberals, but, uh, you know, it's not liberals nominating the president only. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's voting. You only need liberals to win. You only need a bunch, a plurality of liberals to to win to become the president. Right. I just mean that, like the appeal to everyone. I don't know. That would have deterred me from betting on Pete. What? Well, it didn't deter me, Bianca. Okay. I was I was betting the nomination. I was betting the the whether he would beat Trump. 
because I think he would have lost to Trump. But um, interesting, and so I lost a hundred dollars. That was it. Yeah, um, and uh, I think maybe I gave him money too at one point. <laughs> what? So I lost a lot of money on this fuck. On the and then I get really homophobic. This fucking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, and Klobuchar just dropped out this morning. I'm wondering what's going on with Elizabeth Warren. She's. She's, we're just not that into you. Read the book. It's hard. Do you think it's just, do you think it's just misogyny? I don't know what kind of, I mean, she makes Hillary look fucking dominant. She can't get shit for, she can't get any traction but klobuchar is also a woman and she pulled way better and did way better than elizabeth warren i don't know if she did though she didn't poll nationally ever better than her sorry i just meant in some of the primaries she was i don't know if you're right about that no yeah like it was it when one of them was sanders Buttigieg, klobuchar and that's when the she last got... one yeah yeah so i'm just saying but like before that it was warren beat her like i what it's crazy. I, I'm wondering what kind of woman will we it take? Need. Like, I don't know what kind of woman needs to break through. I think a lot of men, regardless of race, kind of don't trust a woman in charge. Yeah. It is analogous to comedy in that what female comics all have to be so fucking loud and and like a sledgehammer all of them i i took my friend to a, to a party like ben glebe had a party in front mm-hmm. of them so it was like yep. all these comedians and my friend is not a comedian at all doesn't know the world of comedy man and or woman woman uh-huh. and the first woman comedian friend of mine came up and she was like she was so funny oh my god and i was like they're all like that and like not but just like wild edgy doing bits like oh my god what is this like vulgar not bad not a judgment call but and then five more i was like and she was at the end of the night she was like they all were like clones of each other and i'm not taking anything away from female comedians but they really do kind of gotta it's they're like that because of sexism meaning you have to as a as a man I can enter uh, a comedy club and I don't, I'm loud. I'm louder than people would guess. Yeah. uh, On stage. But there's, you can still be gentle. Yeah. Like you can still, but there, as a guy, you can do more, you can do different energies. Mm. There's a, like Rick Ingram isn't loud. You know what I mean? On stage? Yeah. What do you mean? He's not loud. He's not like, like Whitney, Eliza, right. yeah, yeah, no. Allie sure. screams half of her act. Most the other half, it. it's whisper, scream, whisper. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, whisper, it's the Nirvana Pixies um, <laughs> uh, format. Uh, loud, quiet, loud, quiet, loud. Mm. Um, Jesselnik's not loud. No, like there. But as a woman, you're entering a public space where uh, people are. Leslie drinking. is the loudest. Leslie's the loudest person of- since Kennison. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, no. Um, She'll just scream. And it's the cool thing is like no one wants to follow her because her energy is correct. But there's a reason why she has to hit. She punches so hard is because it's. Yeah. And she it's it's not going to be successful without it. I'm trying to think of black female. Wanda. 
isn't loud, but loud. Wanda's pretty loud. Wanda's loud, but I do think lesbian comedians. She wasn't always a lesbian, but I hear you. She wasn't. No, I used to. I met her husband. Uh, Hall. She used to be Wanda Sykes Hall. Shut the fuck up. Very unhappy guy. <laughs> um, little did he know. Um, uh, that is so the, funny. I guess Wanda's not loud. No. Uh, Schumer's not loud. I don't know. They just have to have. Ed, like, you have to be such an edgier yeah. comedian. You Ellen's can't... not loud. I, I'm I'm kind of contradicting myself, but, but. Ellen really isn't loud, though. No. She's but... a per- perfect, perfectly pitched voice for breaking through a crowd. It's no one has a voice like her. Like, it sounds like a flute clarinet it, it's fucking cra- like if you could make a musical note of it it's fucking cr- the pitch is crazy it's crazy how great her pitch is uh, in a way i can't even express right. like so mm. but i think on the average there's some outliers but on the average as a female comedian you have to bring the fucking noise they really like women rough i don't know rough is maybe a fucked up term but well, you have to have a brutal point of view, mm. meaning it has to work for men. Half the crowd's men. So I, if we're talking about, we're still talking about comedy, I think. <laughs> um, but I'm still cleaning up my kombucha. You're supposed to be talking about politics. Um, but yeah, they, they, you have to, you're in a saloon, basically. Mm. Right. So your message, your energy and message has to be so masculine's kind of the word i'm trying to think of uh uber sexy super feminine comedian not like physically sexy but just like dressing or more they all kind of have yeah, a guy bra- like nikki nikki glazer's like brassy i would no. say and yeah like, they all have like this um like like crass yeah like you the- have to yeah. you're in a room that's 50 percent men that are drinking but then you can have like Dimitri Martin play music and yeah. sing little yeah, yeah, yeah. songs. Yeah. And you you will accept it. But if if Garfunkel notes try to do that in the same slot, people will be like, mm. <laughs> uh. Whereas uh Wait, who's Garfunkel and Oates? Uh two women. Two females. Oh, I thought I thought you were sit- getting Hall no, no, and Oates and no, no, no. Garfunkel and Oates is a it's like... a female uh comedy duo. Oh, okay. Uh but yeah, so uh, it, like Elizabeth Warren is too too soft, man. Yeah. And she brings up being a woman, which is like, shut the fuck up. I we don't care. Get it. Like the thing with Bloomberg the other night where she's talking about how he called horseface lesbian and all that I stuff. Love it's like, it. just sh- shut up. Just stop it. It doesn't mean you're gonna be a good president. Right. And what she did is almost sacrifice herself to just like shit on Bloomberg. Yeah. Yes, but I don't think she saw that way because I there were no, a lot of speeches where like, she, wow. where she would say, I didn't it I got it. She gave a speech where she said something about like no men helped me get here. It was just kind of like, lady, who do you think is going to vote for you? You're you know how fucking weird time. women are with women, so you're gonna have to get a bunch of men, yeah. and the way you're gonna do it is by never mentioning that you're a woman and only talking about policies. But your point is interesting because. If you don't, if Warren and Klobuchar aren't good enough, Hillary is the polar opposite. She's she robotic. was a man. She was yeah. a robo man. Yes. So she and she won the popular vote and she got the nomination. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they, 
these the women in this in this one make Hillary look like the perf like. But fucking, if they were running with Hillary, I feel like she would be more popular. Hillary would be more popular A little than them. Yeah, because Hillary is stoic. She's not. A, she literally has a deep register of voice. Klobuchar does too. Um, and Hillary is like a brand name. Yeah, but you, like when you see them debating, Hillary was very. She's so smooth in yeah. her debates. Seamless. Whereas Klobuchar is getting hot under the collar. Elizabeth yeah. Warren is like, I just I want. It's yeah. The debates are terrible. They're not. They're not. It doesn't prove anything. It's like some people were talking about Tom Steyer dancing. I'm like, why do you give a fuck about if these people can dance or not? Why do you care? They're also moderated poorly. I, I, but the, the whole, the, uh, it's all, uh, it's like, let's have a dance contest. Let's have a speech contest. It's none of this is fucking useful. It's not fucking useful. Let's have a push-up contest. It's like what they were going, oh, we'll push-up contest. Guys, let's have an intelligence. Let's just have a fucking test. Just have a test. Period. Entrance exam. And if you pass, if you get the high score, then that's a big part of the, you know, you got a 980, whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, the, the shit that people care about is just such an... I, although I did come to a realization about, Tom St- about white people what? watching Tom Steyer. The mistake white people make with dancing... Is white people think jumping is a big part of it? <laughs> <laughs> They're always huh, little jump to the side, and then wait. I want to see Tom Steyer dance now. Well, you, it, now it's up to Will. So quickly, Will. Um, he's dancing a juvenile. Juvenile? Oh, Ju- literally, Juvie was on the- stage with him. Yeah. He's in rhythm. Yeah, he's on rhythm. He's all right. He's on beat. He's doing good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. All these nominees, when they do shit like that, they just remind me of... They just remind me of just a bunch of stepdads trying yeah, to befriend you. Yeah, that's what they're all... He's 63. Juvenile. Yes. Like, it didn't look 63. bad, but it was like, you don't have to do that, Just Tom. don't do... But they don't know what they want it's like obama had to obama was a fucking bad dancer too i don't care i don't the fact that it's become this is exactly it's anyone who covers this is a fucking moron and it it proves that it's about entertainment more than anything Mm. it's again the book that i always mention amusing ourselves to death neil neil postman amusing ourselves to death it's all in there the, like it just it. became entertainment. Uh, it's that's the and Jimmy Carr reminded me of a quote from it, which is, "There's no business but show business." <laughs> um, this guy's uh, he. The, very I mean, this eighty five is killing it. I mean, literally wrote in eighty five, fucking murdered, murdered it. Um, this was this book was put out in eighty five. Yeah, yeah. The art, amusing ourselves to death. Amusing ourselves. To death. Yeah, it's bananas. Um. People are dropping out, and uh, I I don't I'm still I absentee voted for Bernie. Hopefully they'll use this in one of his ads. Um, I know I can it's only like expect with our reach. He will go the way of Tuft and Needle, for- the great mattress people, and bring us on. 
as a power endorser. And uh, the Public Enemy did a show last night. Yeah. That's another one where it's like, Public Enemy? I know. I I I got tickets. I didn't go. And, and like, they Public Enemy broke up over it. Flavor Flav dropped out of the election, basically. Oh, no. Um, they broke up over that? Yeah. No, what do you mean? They broke up over that because Flav didn't want... Um, Wait, this just happened? Yeah, it happened yesterday. What happened? Flav didn't want to be involved with Bernie, and they and Chuck did, and they, um, uh, they say goodbye. Say goodbye. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, I again, oh my knew. god! When when was the last time you saw Public Enemy? I, don't, I haven't listened to. I haven't bought a Public Enemy record in thirty years, for sure. But I just—it's interesting that a band, first of all. They're, they Who knew where they were. Flavor Flav could show up anywhere. I didn't know he was still doing yes. things with them. Yes. Also, you know, the gig was booked. It wasn't like a pop up overnight. And he knew he was. It's just interesting that they would break up over. I think Flav. Politics. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Does things a little differently. <laughs> I've watched every season of Flavor of Love. Thank my, you. Produ- created by my friend Mark Cronin. Really? It's my fit guy. The he was the writer. He was a writer for Singled Out. Mark. He was the head writer for Singled Out. A guy named Mark Cronin. He had been a lawyer or something, and liked show business. He became a the whatever was in the Stern universe for a second. This is in the nineties. Uh, did Singled Out. Then he did a bunch of other stuff, and then he created the show, The Surreal Life. Uh, yeah, I know. For the WB. WB cancels it and he's like hey do you mind if i can i have the intellectual property can i have the ip back and they're like yeah take enjoy it, it. laughing all the way to the bank flavor of love rock VH1, of love rock of love all of those shows uh, real chance at love live own them all tiffany sold, sold his company for a hundred million dollars to end them all i love new york and now produces uh below deck which i do not watch but Oh my God! Can he, we meet him, please? He's he's the best. He's such a good dude, and he, his wife's awesome. Um, I need to meet this. He's guy. a fucking great guy. I have so many. He loves questions. comedy. Great guy, and they really do the work on on uh, Below Deck. Like they, I know, I know. I they I can, I've never I watched but, reunions, right? But you don't know what they're doing. They are there. They're like on a fucking dinghy in Greece. No, I know they, the they talked about it on a, fu- a few of the reunions, and it'll be like the producers, and they're like, "No, they're there the whole time." Yeah, bussing them to and from, drunk. Yeah, in the and vans. this is a guy with a hundred million dollars. It's like not. Oh, you mean he's yes, actually there. Cronin's there. I must talk to him. He's Can a we great have him guy. Yeah, of course. He'll I, be he's never around, but no one will like maybe not known by face, but yeah, I think he'd be so interesting. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a lovely guy, fucking lovely. Um. Uh, okay, so do you tell me now? Do you have the coronavirus? I had it when I did a podcast with you Great. a few weeks ago. Remember, I was sick. Yep, a hundred percent. I had. I'm even more convinced I had it now. I went to Mexico and I got violently ill, and I went to the I went to the hospital. They're like, it's the flu, and I really felt like it wasn't the flu. So I started googling things. This is January third, before like blah blah blah. I started googling viral outbreaks globally because I'm a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus popped up. 
but I just, no one knew it. And I mentioned it to the doctor. I was like, maybe I have coronavirus. And he was like, no, you're, you have the flu. And they don't test you for the flu because it's flu season. Right. And he swabbed me for strep, sent me on my way. And then two days later, I got very bad respiratory issues. And I had them for like weeks. And then like now I'm fine. I'm convinced I had the coronavirus. How would you know? You don't. That's the fucked up part. You have to be but tested. But could you have demanded a test? No. Not not then. Right. Because it's like it's like demanding a test for SARS before SARS was yeah. a thing. Like I always most do. people have ahead. to <laughs> um, when you get tested. You know what's funny? All right, so I hope no one quarantines me. So if 90,000 people have been infected and three thousand died. So that's about they say globally two. it's two percent. That's actually three percent. That's more over three percent. Damn, you smart. Um here's the issue. If three percent of the earth dies, you know how many people that is? Uh, no, just tell me. A lot. I believe three hundred it's no, it's uh if it's seven billion people. Three yeah. percent of seven billion. Will, do the math. You have too many zeros, Will. What is that? Uh, 210 Two- million people will die. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> He's counting. 210 <laughs> million people. Apparently, now not to brag, but there's an internet rumor going around. Black people are immune. African people, sorry. African people. Are I promise you that's not true. The the amount of coronavirus in Africa, three people, three people, three cases. There's billions of people in Africa, 1.5 billion. And they do a lot of business with China. Right. And I think those three people aren't African. They just happen to be in Africa. I mean, God bless. There's your reparations. Look at Mita. Yeah, Mita the, yeah, okay. It, God bless. If it's if, Those are your reparations. Yeah, that's your reparations. Congratulations, black people. You've got your reparations. We're going to let you live. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I promise you it's not true. Um, and if it is, I, the amount of dumb rumors I know, around I it is so, in, it's pretty low. I can't believe that people, there are people who start rumors. I follow Pete Rock, the, the great producer and DJ. Um, and, uh, the amount of things he everything's a conspiracy it's like <laughs> guys you can't at a certain point you got to go well that was wrong that you got to do fact checking and you have to do retractions oh the amount of people um posting uh lysol can and saying like oh coronavirus uh-huh. if it's like it's yeah, not exactly. a new I'm dumb virus mm-hmm. I'm dumb. they predicted on the simpsons <laughs> So you think that the writers of The Simpsons knew about a virus 35 years ago that was going to happen in 2020? Like, why? What? But what coronavirus good does has that been do around. This of is, course, like, people are not understanding this. Right, but they don't. People, they just go, "What? I knew it." No, you didn't. Know. You didn't know anything. There's new viruses, new versions of the flu every year. That's what the flu shot's based on. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why uh, SARS, MERS, all of these are coronavirus. Right. But they again, Bianca, you're educated. You've done, you're a hypochondriac and you've done the work. I am a fucking hypochondriac. You've done the, you've are, done are the, you scared? I'm getting a little scared. My previous, I just want to say, my previous opinion is starting to change. 
dude in Iran, you know that guy that was seen talking to the the like cabinet Supreme members leader? in Iran are fucking well, getting popped. You see him like wiping sweat in a um in a press conference and just dripping with sweat, sweat like a few spots from like the prime minister, supreme leader, whatever. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a fucking high level Iranian government officials are dying from the coronavirus. Now, apparently they're not immune to it. I guess it's just black people. No, it's, they're not black. It's they're not black. North African. Um, I am so how dare you? How dare you? How dare scam you? Scam likely motherfuckers. It's my ex, y'all. Ha 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 ha. Sitcom laugh. Um I'm scared guy. I'm starting to get a little worried. 210 million people is a lot of people. Well, here's the thing. They can so we they're coming up with a vaccine faster than they ever have, but they estimate a year and a half, two years. Great. Should are you gonna make. are you you're just not gonna go outside? Uh I barely do anyway. So I've been preparing for this for a long here's time. Here's my worry. I think I've it's been gonna... doing my fasting. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been living indoors. I've, 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 uh, my worry is that it's gonna fuck up my travel blogging life. Oh, it's gonna ruin your travel blog for like somebody was telling me that they were like the Olympics are probably gonna get canceled. I can't imagine that. Okay, you want to bet? No, no. All right. Well, I thought you couldn't imagine it. Now you can't. Well, that's um, a saying. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, it, it'll be hard, but like, it's a. There's a good chance it's gonna get. Are we just not gonna gather in crowds anymore? Your dream came true. Thank you, Corona. That's my reparations. <laughs> Thank you, coronavirus, for everything. <laughs> for everything. I um, I think I mean in Italy, there's. I mean, I've, it's fine. It's just less people out apparently. Yeah. In so apparently, Venice is like empty. Ghost town. They, you can't go. I mean, you want to talk about people hurt by not being able to gather in groups. Gather the Italians groups. are the fucking oh, groupiest yeah. motherfuckers. Groupies. They say hello. It takes twenty minutes. Um, um, I think I've already had it, so I'm good. Yeah, you're straight. I had a weird thing. I had a weird stomach thing last week where I puked on Wednesday and Who Thursday outside of ten years old. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Puked. Did you I just cut, had a it, weird stomach thing. I don't know. Like. I don't know what it was. It was some weird bug. Like one of the days, I think Wednesday, Thursday, I couldn't. I was like immobile. Oh, no. If something can get through your stomach, that's like, God bless you. That's good offense beats. <laughs> great deep. Great offense beats good deep. It's like fucking if you can beat all those, all that shit in my stomach, have at it. You right. win. You've earned this you earned diarrhea. It. Yeah. It's like when I used to live in New York, I was on the uh, ninth floor of an apartment building with a doorman. Wow. It was apartment. I'm sorry. It was the 11th floor. It was pen, it was the penthouse. It was penthouse C, but my brother would refer to it as 11 C because he didn't like saying that I lived in a penthouse. Um, and uh, I would leave the door open, not open like wide open. I just wouldn't lock it. People are like, "Hang on." I'm like, "If you can get past a doorman and then pick my apartment and get into my apartment, steal something, and get out of the building." You that's uh, that's on you, dog. Well, what's the upside of not locking your door? I didn't have to worry about coming bags. And <laughs> <laughs> Just it's so embarrassing. Good lo- yeah, door locks. Um, you know I don't like any sort of delay. I find humiliating. <laughs> I 
That is the most truthful shit you yeah. do. I really don't like any questioning. I don't like being questioned enough. I don't like showing ID. No, I don't like it. I don't even, even pre-check. I'm like, I, you don't, I, I got, uh, 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 hold on. Let me, uh, can I call you? This is non-issues. Goofball shit. It's goofball shit. Just, you know me? Rock has the best thing, which is when he goes to security and they're like, can I see some ID? Rock just goes <laughs> and points at his face, which is dicky that's, but funny. It's, that's Classic a, Chris that's Rock. That's why you guys are friends. Um, How you feel, Oh, I saw a poll that's interesting. What? That the faith in government, it was on Axios, around the world has collapsed. <laughs> um, it's plummeted. Uh, nobody point. trusts their government. Yeah. Like, but, but not long ago, 2002, not that long ago, everyone did. Slovenia and Czech Republic somehow have gone up. <laughs> And Japan has gone, went from 26 to 42, because Japan had that, like, poison gas thing. Like, right. Or maybe it was Fukushima. No, this no, is Fukushima. before Fukushima. Somehow Japan, even with Fukushima, they trust the government. Everybody else, Turkey down, South Africa down, Poland down, Germany, U.S., U.K., Russia. All the Western Italy. powers. Italy got popped. Italy lost Damn. 50% of its value. Um, Lebanon, uh, Ukraine. I mean, everybody. So right that's so. the internet to me it is but i do feel like there is this wave of kind of there's a lot of donald trumps around the world you know yeah well that's the thing is it's corrupt you can get out a message of it's corrupt it's corrupt is a much more attractive uh it's clickbait relative to government is sound and, and uh and 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 trustworthy yeah it's That's just like so you go mm. fucking it's the thing of like coronavirus <laughs> it's like i always say internet is the I'm greatest dumb. the truest information and the least true information living right next door to each other yeah with no difference in in link no difference in font no difference and people aren't built to discern between it's, truth and fiction they literally cannot do it it's like they live you don't know who's a fucking alien yes until it's too late. Until you put the fucking glass. Like, yeah. it's that's it. There's no way to... Uh, if you... Well, uh, you can be discerning. You can go, no, wait, who is this? If you... You can fact check for sure. But... Yes. Yeah. Most people are not spending... If a meme or an article really gets them, mm-hmm. it kind of gets lodged in as Even truth. if it gets dislodged, it never gets truly dislodged. It's like... It's, the, was... it's like the retraction versus the headline. Right. But in your own head. Retraction on page. Yeah, on like page maybe. forty and the headlines, fucking page one and the and the and the package that it came in. Uh but so it's like flat earthers. Yeah. I really there was one guy that one of them just died last week, which was very on the funny. Rocket. Very funny. Uh, he was a fucking nut who was <laughs> spreading bad science. I'm not saying he deserved to die. He died, he got it how he lived. Yeah. He's he went out doing what he did best. Yeah, turns out you weren't that good at science. <laughs> There's one video of this flat earther proving. He was basically like based on the sun, how like as we were rotating and these holes, they would just line up or something. And if they didn't line up, that means the earth wasn't flat. And he did it. And at Little the end, he's like, they put don't, it best on Joe Rogan's show. It, if you don't, if you believe the earth's fat, go to the end of the earth. Show me. 
Show me. It's pretty easy. It's a very easy thing to do. Just get a fucking, go on Facebook Live, Twitter Live, Twitch, whatever your streaming thing is, and go to the end of the earth and show me. That's all. So those people, even I think if you gave them all the information in the world, there would still be some Yes, because they like the identity that comes with being like, I don't take facts at face value. Oh, you should. Like, there's nothing. uh, It's the argument I used to have with Dave, which is, so no black people commit crime because of because white people are racist and 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 it's a it's systematically racist. So no you no nobody did anything. And then a Cosby comes along. He's like, I mean, some of them bitches was lying. Okay. <laughs> so no what's what's real? It's it's if there's a shadow of a doubt, then it's throughout the whole case. And it's like, no, there's always gonna be a shadow of a doubt. Of especially in the age of the internet, which is bullshit rabbit holes and with and with people with an inability to discern fact from fiction so you just go well you know who said this the institute first of all if it's an institute it's probably not that great um and again uh the earth with the snakes as as i've always said right but even that like oh i'm a sheeple you're a sheeple i'm a puppet you're a puppet you can't win the good news bianca in international relations guys we cut a deal with the taliban (laughs) America, you've tied it again. America, for the fifth conflict in a row, <laughs> it's a tie. You win. N- n- well, they win. Apparently, it's off to a rough start. Well, the, yeah, they didn't. They didn't ask the Afghani government what they thought of of, of releasing five thousand um, Taliban prisoners. And the head of Afghan's like, no, I'm not fucking. We're not releasing five thousand prisoners. That was one of the things, like that. That they, was one of the things we weren't going to do. The, yeah, they and but they they that was one of the things that was like a uh, uh, automatically. Taliban resumes violence. Yeah, they're they're fucking. Of course, they have no reason not to. They're not. America's not going back. They're just not going back. So a few of them might get popped every fucking few months or something, right? With a drone, but they're not. They're not going back. There's no. We're not doing the infrastructure thing. We can't do it. We, yeah. it, it's you it cannot be done um because there's no if there's a tribal if there's an undercurrent of of tribalism it's it's the creepiest thing that they used to say in in the i read in, in the new york article or frontline one of my two sources of information um that people in afghanistan used to say uh america has the watches we have the time Mm. Which is so, so goddamn Paul Mooney-ish. Right. And chilling. Uh, and so, yeah, they have the time. Also, they see things in 100-year cycles. They don't... Also, it's really when you're... What America tried to do in Afghanistan especially is... In business school, we learned about the failures of um, a country going into another country and trying to open. Mm-hmm. Walmart failed. Like in Germany, miserably. Like these things that they try to go yeah. and open up and it doesn't work. It's essentially like, I'm going to open up an America shop. Yeah. And you know nothing about the culture. You don't understand yeah. it enough fundamentally. And understand the way their government works and their culture works yeah. to be able to work something into it. And it's like a massive, apparently a massive failure. Remember that article that came out, the report that came out, how terrible it's going in it's Afghanistan? A staggering, it's a staggering failure across... 19 years uh and 
it, it's what do they call? It? I mean, it's the greatest strategic blunder, one of the America's greatest strategic right. blumbers, blumbers, Blum, ever. Uh, it's a strategic blumber. Um, and between that and Iraq, it's like you motherfucker, just go, just get the Foiled. fuck out of here. Just all you had to do. They didn't care. Uh, I mean, whatever. But yeah, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. it's they're just fuck. It's the whole thing was moronic, and the the idea that American just j- can just spread freedom at the <laughs> at the at the at the point of a gun is like no nah, that's not you're it's, not you take so long to to you gotta you know you don't just go anal immediately right that's america's like hey we're gonna fucking do it no dummy <laughs> you gotta fucking you accident you the, the first you don't bring it up for months so you don't even you're not even interested then you slowly go hey have you heard of this <laughs> then you leave a pamphlet out on her on her on her nightstand have you heard of this anal um okay so this is great bianca swoosh it well buddy of mine um thank you well a live swoosh usually does them in post um a buddy of mine has a podcast called solo and it's about life the science of singleness mm. it because ba- he and i were having a discussion um it's the solo podcast uh peter mcgraw peter mcgraw is his name yeah so uh he and i had a discussion he said he got the i the idea of it talking with me about how they like you're you get no Nobody's on your side as a single person. You get no tax break. You get no incentives. There's nothing. There's fucking nothing that is. Nobody Nobody wants you around. You don't get invited places. Like It's like, ooh, it's more of a couples thing. Yeah. And and uh, whereas I'll invite married people. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, oh. Like, the only thing I wouldn't invite a married couple to is the kind of shit you wouldn't want me to invite you to. Yeah. Like, like some wildness, even though I'm not even a part of wildness. But um and i i just can't recommend it highly enough i would go to the second episode the first episode's too messy but the second episode he has a um a a scholar named uh bella de paulo and it's fucking great like she studied it well basically the thing of uh married people are happier yeah all that science is bunk Junk science. It's junk science. They, in the study, they threw away all the divorced people. Oh. So it's like, fuck you. It's not a fucking, they just go, all the people that stayed married are happier than all the people that stayed single. Okay. It's like 3% and you threw away all the people that were fucking miserable in marriage, which would have brought your numbers down significantly below the single people. What does um, she think it's at? Does she even say? She doesn't say, but she's like, it's, it's, um, there are certain regions of the world that where it's autumn, it's, it's like sub Saharan Africa being single is significantly better than being married. Like a lot of places where even allowing for uh, doing the science right, you'll find that, that, um, that if you, uh, by the way, if you include divorced people, single wins every time. Right. If you if when you exclude divorced people, 
single still wins a bunch of the time, even though it's completely rigged. Do you, is she married? No. She's a 60 something year old woman. And they talk about, you know, like the, what it allows you to do. You can focus on yourself. Uh, my thing, and I've spoken to you about this, is that if I was a woman, people would either feel bad for me or I'd be a story of individualistic feminism. Mm. But because I'm a guy, I'm a dirtbag sex addict. And it's like, huh, no, so there's no, no in between? No, no. I think guys generally get the rap of something's wrong with them. Yes, that's what I mean. I'm a dirtbag sex <laughs> addict, like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Mm. No, it's just like it, you know what's arrested wrong? development, whatever. None of it's positive. No, mm. a guy that's. But uh, I guess a lot of guys that are well, this is also LA, so it's super skewed. But there are a lot of Peter Pans out there, yeah, that are like, I'm not growing old. Who wants to grow? That's what I don't understand. No, what is fine. the what is the upside of maturity? As it pertains to I mean, anything. You wouldn't want to go back to... I wouldn't want to go super, super young. You know what I mean? But, not, I, but I'm not talking about... There is some nice... There are advantages of knowing shit. Not but I'm not... But I, you're, 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 you're um, confusing... Uh, you said maturity. Right. You're, but you're confusing wisdom for behavior. I have tons of wisdom. You've heard my podcast. <laughs> Um, I have tons of wisdom. I get fucking dick loads um, of wisdom. And, but my, I don't want to, and, and also I have the life of a fucking dead person. <laughs> I mean, like, it, so where am I not mature? I don't, this, this idea that only people, that only coupled people are mature is just fucking wrong. It's not, I don't see, marriages when they come down like there they are the mature people yeah. it's just a bunch of people trying to pretend hoping that they're mature they're hoping that and that's the thing listening to the podcast that came into mind was people will honor all sorts of sexual orientations but they will only honor one type of relationship orientation mm. which is couple and it's like and everything fuck else you. is fucking weird fuck you as a as a single person, I'm like, hey, fuck you. It's and it's as I'm not saying it's as phobic as homophobia, but like, it's just a weird accepted. Mm, uh, what's wrong with you? Are right. you sick? <laughs> oh, honey, are you Dying. sick? No, I'm not. I just don't want to have be around the same person all the time yet. But you do pursue relationships. Yeah. In pursuit of it. Yes. In pursuit of being around. Yeah, if I find the right... Again, it's also this thing of... The assumption is that I have met the perfect person for me and have been too unhealthy to to recognize it. And it's like, again, go That's fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Like, stop it. I, I know what's good for me. I know it, none of it's conventional. Nothing I've done was right. I've never done anything in the right order ever, ever, ever. And I never will. And you, or your money back. Um, uh, so <laughs> there's that drives me crazy. Uh, the orientation thing. And, um, and 
just the assumption. Yeah, like that that being coupled as the sign of health is so so erroneous. It's, but who really wants to be in a relationship? I just think it's something that happens. It's not like now it's time for me. Mo- you know, I got to start. Most people, that's the norm. That's that you're trustworthy. You literally cannot win. You cannot become president if you're not married. You cannot oh, yeah. become. You can't. There are certain things like it used to be a plot in movies. If you're not married, you're not. Gonna I know. Get a remember promotion. that movie with Michael Douglas? He was the president and he was trying to date. Yeah. Yeah, my, it's my mom's music. favorite movie. It really is. I fucking love it. I've never love seen that it. Movie. I know women really, really like it. Um, Aaron Sorkin wrote it. Um, hey, Aaron. So, yeah, that's been galling as shit. And just the, the, the idea that you're somehow deficient is my show that I'm about to start in New York. The announcement comes and can't wait to share with you guys. So um, uh, is around the idea that somehow. And I was writing it recently, and I was sort of hedging and going like, no, I want to be in a relationship. Yeah, I want to be in a relationship, but what if I don't? Is it okay to not want to be in a relationship? The the thing that I find, I, the, very few things have caused as much damage as someone thinking that they've changed. I can be better, mm. and I'll show you. It's like, no. Uh, be better for a long time and then show me. And be don't, better for yourself. Don't, don't risk it. Open. I'm not taking a fucking risk on you. Because I know I so many guys into relationships going like, I thought I could do it. You can't do it. So then I get chast- I get uh, reduced because I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. Right. Oh, you're sick. <laughs> Quarantine them. I mean. Get them on I the do- cruise ship. <laughs> get them on that singles cruise. <laughs> Single screws. Just give one good cough before they set Jesus. sail. God damn it. All of you die. Um, I get I get why. You know, it's not I understand that people are like, you don't want to be alone when you're older. You want like it's this push of like have kids be together right. with someone forever. We I'm celebrate. Also, but I'm also not gonna ruin my life for mm. the last three months. I feel really strange though, because when people are like, Oh, we're silver anniversary gold i'm like god damn yikes that's a long fucking time to you ever be at home by yourself and be like so i'm supposed to have somebody with me now there's supposed to be someone here now and then later you're like and now still she's still here i like her now then you should be in a relationship Uh, but i don't i have my own issues anyways i have my own issues i have commitment issues but is that true yeah yeah of course I mean, but I don't you know specific. But you've been in long relationships. Yeah, but mm, one foot out the door. I that was me Trying telling to myself that this is what everyone does. Yeah. Like I gotta do the thing. Why am I so right. averse to something that every fucking person on the planet? But what's does? funny is I. You, this is as a as a human being. I'm like, good for you. I'm literally like, good that you're. You're supposed to honor your your truth as long, but unless it doesn't align with everybody else's truth, then it's like don't honor it. Right. Um, and with you, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I when a woman is like, I don't think I want that. I'm like, good, thank you. But, uh, but if you are, if I'm in the same position, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, you seem like a me. little bit like yeah. you're right. Okay, I'm full. You're right, sex addict. 
Yes. Can't settle down with one. No. Do you think that factors into it though? The sex part? Well, not so much sex addict, but a more realistic way of looking at it that you don't want to be with one girl. No, because I've Sexually. never been a cheater. I don't. I'm like, I don't. Care it's not to like cheat. all that pussy. Oh world. man, I'm leaving so much pussy on the table right now. <laughs> like, um, I only fuck on the table. Ew, I ate on um, that table. Bianca, once. you know that I don't. I don't love fucking on tables because <laughs> uh, of the forks. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. It's not a matter of that. It's not a matter of like, oh, I don't. I'm like very. I can be very meat and potatoes about sex. Just it's like, are just we doing the, it? So it's Let's having go. someone around all the time. That you it's want. more the human aggravation element. Just, <laughs> uh, just the human. Like what? Still? You ever look at a mom and a baby? And I like I'm like a mom and like a nine month old or a ten, or a year old baby. I always see them as like they're like a buddy cop movie, where they're basically just like chained to chained each, each other and just they get they're like what you did you fuck your diaper up again <laughs> like just incessant like oh my god I can't believe how much time we have to spend together, but that's what. Well, why don't you get not? I'm not pushing relationship on you. Trust me. Like but, you're okay. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Your best friend, how often do you talk? Not often. So what about a guy who you have less in common with is going to make you want to talk to him all the time? But that's different. They like tantalize a different part of you, like a guy. Like I like talking, to, if I'm dating someone, I like talking to them a lot. Right. But I, I'm also not a phone person. I'm like, let's mm -hmm. text information. I'm not like if that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Go ahead. Sometimes I don't text at all. Uh, I'm really bad with phone communication. I don't, I just, it doesn't very, it doesn't go good with my brain, but uh -huh. I like dating someone. I like having someone there. I like the idea of being in a relationship. I just don't like the in perpetuity-ness that we push on people like, Wow, you guys have been together for so long. Are you gonna get married and then you're gonna be together to die? It's well, like a I mean. scary like, movie. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the part of me that goes like, how? I think about my male relationships, right? Even and, and it, it's definitely a different part, <clears throat> but in some ways, it's a more sustainable part. Yeah, in that it's 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 stable. It's generally in a few areas of the relationship exists as like we talk about this we talk about this we talk about that right um and with uh, and even those are like some come and go but relationships at least maybe i'm talking for women mostly but i feel like if you really analyzed your friendships they're a lot more um what is it they're a lot more insecure because volatile. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's Female? like, you. well, no, 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 no. I mean, let's just say relationships and maybe you'll disagree with me, but you generally just get along so well with the terms of the relationship yes. as a friendship. Yes. That the moment, like it's a, it like varies a degree. Let's say they're like not laughing at your jokes or they're like, okay, I gotta go. I can't meet for lunch. It's like, instantly like are is he mad at me like yeah. with, with friendships i feel like they're way more insecure because they're so much mostly secure 
It was a lot. I, I, well, I think a better example might be like if you introduce a new realm to the relationship. Obviously, working together is the biggest one that people try. Right. And then you're like, oh, wait. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Or living together, working together, like taking it to the next level, so to speak. It's, is where shit gets haywire. And that's where sexual relationships live i mean like yeah. that's where they exist i just think that people understate or underestimate the level of difficulty with these relationships I, across the board because i think that a platonic relationship it's such a limited expectation in both directions like my yeah, male like- friendships i haven't talked to Chappelle in like six weeks mm-hmm. right good but you guys are he generally texted me a link <laughs> A fight link, <laughs> some world star link, um, but, <laughs> but the, like two weeks ago, I haven't talked to Seth in a couple. Of, I mean, like, you know, but you're mostly good with your friends and they last so long. I mean, relationships, yes, they're, but once it's, you become longitudinally, sexual. it's I mean, with Dave, there were some fallouts, but <laughs> like <laughs> Seth was 15 years. Bijan's 15 years. There's um, rarely yeah. any like strife. If there yeah. is, it probably is like, Jesus, like we're not getting along. You're my yeah. friend, you know? So yeah. whereas with a relationship, you could be like, fuck that. Like, hi, like, you know, it's. But in a relationship, can, you're not allowed to express that level of like, motherfucker, what? You're not allowed to because it breaks the covenant. But some old people can just bicker like, just shut up. Right. And that's, I don't know if that's. Any, I don't know who would hold that up as the. I'm not saying this, if but it can take if a the, beating. If the, I could white knuckle any of these relationships. Trust me, I've For done years. I, I could, if I had to, I could do my whole life. If this if was like to. 1950s, and yes. Just, if I had no to, option. absolutely. And I'd go sit in the car and whatever the <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I'd sit in the car. I'd go to the racetrack. <laughs> I'd do all the 50 shit. But no I wonder could get there was through so it. much of that shit. I could don't act. This is if you're talking about endurance. I'm a fucking Irish Catholic. Monster, I'll get through it. But in terms of thriving, enjoying, you know, I was thinking, I don't know if I've said this on here. No girls ever helped my career. They've only hurt my career. (laughs) They haven't helped. No one's like encouraged me or been like, that's fucking dope. Do that. Dude, I get out of here. Go work on the thing. Who are you dating? Women. No, no, no. I am. I am. When I'm in a relationship, I'm like. Do the thing. Don't. I'm a fucking temporary. And you're considered leaf. like a little standoffish. Who knows? You're a little. You're by your own admission have a hard time with. You're a little uh, noncommittal. Oh yeah, I am, but I don't put. If you, you know, it's not that I can't not want a guy or be like, oh, I want to hang out with you, whatever. I can be vulnerable, mm. but if a guy has an opportunity to better himself or better his life. I never, ever stand in the way, ever. I'm like, no, dude, go do the thing. You also, telling you, comics are like surfers. Addicted to that shit. No, everybody you date but why has to is understand. why is that even a fucking, like, why is that even a, who isn't like a surfer? What high status, uh, high achieving artist isn't, and I, and I mean that you don't have to be a high achiever. I'm just saying like, any uh, women want like a thing that Joel calls you. brought. I'm sorry, not Joel. Um, Jeffrey, no, Peter. the guy on the Peter brought up. Um, Joel's his partner. Uh, brought up every relationship he's been in. He's he's you know, 
he's a professor. He does a lot of shit. And then women are like, are you going to keep doing this? It happens in almost every relationship that I've ever been in where there's some like, wait, so you're yes. Yes. And you know, from proximity to comics that it's, that's who I'm married to. That's I'm it. married to comedy. Married honestly, to, married it's to the not, game. I'm married to the game. And it's not even like, she's not even that good to me sometimes. No. Sometimes she's great. She's sometimes a, she's not. So you are white knuckling in marriage. <laughs> but that's, I, that's not white knuckling. I'm, I'm, I love it. I'm, 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 yeah, you're right. I, I'm ke- like, think it's great. Cause I like it cause it's fair. But if you were in a relationship with someone that understood your boundaries and that worked for them, that you enjoy the time together, but you need alone time and comedy comes first. then what the fuck? Then why you're not have that about, nice companion? With every sentence, the, the pack got smaller and smaller. What you just said. Uh, hello. That's why she would be your soulmate. Right. And good luck finding her. Neil, wanna, Neil we should do a documentary of. Neil it's just love. impossible. It's I'm, it's, it's statistically it's impossible. Would you let me set you up on a blind date? Yeah, but how do you know? That, I don't think I, I know don't better than you. You don't know what you want, and you're like, I know what I I never no, I know what I want. How somebody can say I'm gonna hook you, but you you know what you think you want. But again, what we think we want and what we actually want are very different things. But no one's gonna ever know. So like, just right. Try. So why would take I take your word for it? I'm just saying, would you be able to? You don't know how what I like to fuck. You don't even know what I like to smell. Who I'm trying to get smelled. Who I want. Who I want to smell. Let's talk about Dion's pants. So what happened? I don't understand. Dion Cole wore some pants, and then they called him gay. He called him. Yeah, he wore Dion Cole pants. It was a huge national news story. Gucci bell bottoms. Wore Gucci bell bottoms, and people didn't. Again, now we're into Will's world. Will. There they are. Yeah, he wore some Gucci bell bottoms and uh Oh, I thought people, that was Dapper Dan. People Oops. uh called him gay and you're a bitch ass motherfucker and <laughs> don't, don't take the internet so seriously. Dion, I mean he made a ten minute video about it. Yeah, and then he went on like the reel or yep. the view and was like but it was weird. When he was defending it, I was like, Is this motherfucker gay? <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad um, by thinking that, but I did think it. Uh, also, who gives a fuck? I don't care. Again, I don't. I've never. Leon, you're making this more of a thing. Yes. Um, she should see what they say about us. We I mean, t- me. I mean, I get. You are I get an AIDS, trashed, uh, AIDS monster. Uh, AIDS, yeah. Meth, praying mantis. AIDS, parasite. Dave's parasite. Dave's parasite. <laughs> uh, it gets um, me every time. Can't Dave's believe parasite. it. It's so um, rude. It's so, so rude. Dion. <laughs> Dion. Let it go. It's pants. <laughs> it's Stick pants. and move. What do you? What would you say to Dion if you were like, dude? But then again, hey, you really can't tell anybody to let it go because you fought like a thousand people online. I but uh, but uh, here's the difference. I wasn't. I was just taking the the big argument about parasite. I really enjoyed the one with Akila. I was like, don't. Hey, hey, hey. That was gonna be my blind young date. one. Don't young d- one. stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Rookie, stop it. Right. Da, 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 da. Stop it. That was my that's my own that was the only downside. But all the your Dave all that stuff is like it's that's RSTNLE for me. Right. It's like, yeah, that's gonna be I was playing so, Twitter karate, which I you know I love. You love it, but the, a lot of people, a lot of your peers, 
would probably tell you, like, what are you doing, yeah. Neil? Oh, yeah, yeah, most So people. you're kind of telling, like, when do we tell people to let it go? Pants seems well, he trivial. Was, Dion was making it about homophobia in the black community. No. It's like, dude, that's, you're, good luck. No, you're not going to convince anybody of that. It's like if he was arguing about the merits of homophobia, that's what I was doing. I was just going like, I think homophobia is wrong. In my case, I was saying I think homophobia is he right. Was right. <laughs> but uh, according to most people, they thought that that's what I was saying. Unpopular yeah. Um, but I don't think. Uh, I, I think yeah, he's all right. By the way, did you put did you put in your bio that the rich people were not the parasites? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that is so. I also then put uh, art. Art is hard in quotes, and then the attribution was uh, more talented artist twenty twenty. Oh my god! Um, and then uh, it's a whole petty. thing. I wanted to get into it. You're just not gonna outpetty me. Just know that I decided this week that I'm going to get a gravestone and then another grave plot for my grudges next to me, <laughs> so that I'll be That's buried be buried with my grudges. Thank you very much. Oh, um, Petty Labelle. Uh, Dion's pain. Oh, all right. We got so many. Can we play them? So many songs for Doc Watch. That I'm, it's what they call an embarrassment of riches. Let's just start at the beginning. Dark watch. Dark watch. Dark watch. Great. That was great. Who did that? Eric Johnson? (laughs) Will. Eric Johnson. Okay, great. Oh, they're on there. Great. All right. Let's hear it from Joseph Alonzo. Doc Watch. Alonzo. Watch something new. That is so... What did he say? Watch something new? Wait, do it again. Wait, play it again. Doc Watch. Learn something new. Learn Learn something something new. new. Very good. (laughs) All right, very good. That Joseph Alfonso. Let's. This is a. This is a guy who did a little something for you. This is Paulo. Palacota. Palacota. Pretty good name. That's a great name. I only date women who do their own taxes. If you're sitting on an elephant, life is either going extremely well. Guy's got a fucking the guy's got a real voice. He's good. He does. He throws it against the wall. A lot of guys, the thing about Paulo Palacota, Palacota, not Hanakote, <laughs> is that a lot of people would do a cleanup version. <laughs> he gets it out of he gets it off his Hot. desk before he does not do a final pass. Hot off the press. He just goes, you know what? I can mix this better. I could probably move some of these vocals left or right. Fuck it. Play it again, Will. I only date women who do their own taxes. If you're sitting on elephant, life is either going extremely well Those are two quotes, I believe, from me. Yeah. But the first one, he made it sound... The first one sounds like Rick Rubin. Like, vocally, it sounds exactly like Rick Rubin. I only date women who do their own taxes. If you're sitting on elephant... Life is either going extremely well. Great. <laughs> really, really great. That's He's nice. the leader right now, as far as I'm concerned. Local teen. Local teen. Hit me. Oh, 
fucking it's a tie for first right now. Fuck. Okay, go to the next one. Mike. Mike Mike Day? Mike O. Doc Watch. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they're, Fuck. They're I really want to use all of them. Let's just use all of them. Ultimately, I'd like to use all of them. So, Will, we're going to talk Old. about... Did you watch the trials of Gabriel Fernandez yet? No, you, I, you sent it to me yesterday. Well, a lot of times you'll do it in a day. It's the number <laughs> one busy. thing on Netflix. By the way, Netflix has a top ten system now where they'll tell you what's in their top ten. Oh, really? Yeah. They are top ten or what yeah. people are watching popularity-wise? Uh, no, pe- popularity. I got to get. To, I gotta watch it Outsider. Uh, then, that's on HBO. I know. Have you watched it? No. I heard it's slow. It's slow and fucking frightening. It is so scary. Do you like to be scared? Do you like scary I do, I, but certain... <laughs> so I don't... Most, some movies, some scary movies do nothing for me. Oh, yeah, no, it's very And then, like, The Ring, I'm still scared. <laughs> um, the Ring scared so the fuck out funny. of me. Um, <laughs> the Outsider is slow, but it's smart TV. It's kind of like, not Watchmen, but it's... You just yeah. gotta remember shit's happening. It's so fucking good. Okay. I'm well, chill. There was one episode I literally, I've never been so scared in my life from a TV show. I was scared. I turned on the lights and I put on Rick and Morty. I was very scared. You had to cleanse. You had to burn some. Polly Santo. Yeah. Burn some Polly. Um, Anyways, okay, tell us. Uh, hey, well, somebody made an email which said that we should have, we should put a list to the, we should link to all the shit we talk about. Oh, yeah. On the, can you put it on the show page or whatever? Great. <laughs> She's like, no. Pretty confident. Um, Gabriel uh, Fernandez, good. Don't tell too much. Gabriel Fernandez, much. it's uh, it's so sad. Oh. It's so sad. It's it's so bleak and so sad. It's about the it's about Dyfus and the with the fence, whatever the children's like the people who have to come and take your kids if you're doing a bad job. Um, and the system in LA County. Wow. And it's, they charge, I mean, I won't get into it, but it's the, it's, it's so fucking sad. It's, you can't, it's, it's really bleak. You're going to have to really lay on the Rick and Morty on this one. (laughs) You're going to have to watch the outsider to feel, to (laughs) even get back. That's how fucked up you're going to feel. Um, uh, yeah, it's so fucking bleak. I also watched a documentary about incest uh, with my sister. Um, <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, there was one which was on the Reddit r Reddit slash documentaries. It's the best. Just go once every couple of days, and they have basically a new a new list of documentaries with links. And a lot of them are YouTube docs, but it it was an old documentary from. Just, what I I watched these documentaries and I came away with going like, Whew, I don't know about people, man. <laughs> like the amount of sexual abuse that's going on. Just remember when you thought incest made one percent mongoloids. Mm-hmm. And I apologize because I'm a great man. <laughs> but then you said we were wrong, and I was like, Well, you stood by, <laughs> you supported me. Um, I so um, I, I, that's, there's an, go on the, the incest one. I, the incest one, I watched like 40 minutes and I was like, I'm not learning anything new here. It was, it was, 
the interesting thing was the interviewed guy, the 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 defendants, so to speak, the guys that were doing time. Did you did, did you listen? There was one um, like the Daily highlighted the insane amount of child pornography on the internet. Yeah. Did you listen to that? Yeah, that alone was yeah. It's it's, it's just, staggering. It's and, so but fucking if, okay. If I'm a if I'm a government if I'm an agency of some kind, one of the things they pointed out in the documentary was if, if you, let's say you like, you're attracted to kids. What can you do? You can't, if you tell, if you molest somebody and then go tell a therapist, they immediately have to call the cops. Yeah. No, so if you, you don't act on your urges, you have to keep it a secret. You, there was no, there was a This American Life probably four years ago about, uh, or maybe it might have been Radio Lab, but it was about a guy who, I think it was This American Life, about a guy who had, who was like 19, had urges to have sex with like 10 year olds, didn't act on it, started a 12 step program to try to reconcile it. Because what do you do if you're one of those people? Yeah, there's, and, but statistically, we know. That there's going to be a statistical, a consistent amount of people who are attracted to children, mostly because of they were sexually assaulted right. as children. So what do you do in that situation? It's it's, it's like the shame and it's just it's so layered. And people that work in government agencies you look at the people on in the there weren't that many in the incest doc or and there aren't that many in the Gabriel Fernandez one but there there's a number of them in the there's more in the Gabriel Fernandez one they're not high achieving i mean they're like it's like people that become cops they're they're they right. mean well but they don't you can't get good cutting edge systems in place you right. can't have empathy toward anyone who says we might want to have empathy toward child molesters would get shouted out. Right. But meanwhile, you got to do something. You have to approach this in a way, in some kind of new way. Yeah, I think that's why. Wasn't there a law passed that now it's not. Basically, it's not illegal to look at child pornography. It's illegal to make it. Mm, something there was something that I bet happened. that I bet there's you're not right about it exactly, but I but I know what I, you mean. There's something that was like, yeah. hey, now it's actually like if you look at it online, like if it doesn't go to your computer, I don't fucking know. But I know there was something about that basically. If you look of, at it when you're driving, <laughs> apparently it's fine. <laughs> because what what district are you in? I know, but those documentaries, like, oh, oh it's so. It was from the '90s, I think. It was fucking rough, but. If you go on docs, that's a doc watch. There's one documentary about, it was, have you ever seen it? It was made by PBS and then it got pulled. So it was like on TV guides. It came out in like 1994. It was about the um, child molestation ring in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um... You can only find it like randomly on YouTube. Like talk about a conspiracy theory. So on the documentary, it was like this doc was funded PBS. Um, 
we made it. We did everything. Everything was cleared when, uh, when it was gonna be when it was gonna be pulled out. Like every network, it just got pulled. So you can find it online, and it just links so many politicians at the times with this, um, these orphans in Lincoln, Nebraska, and this sort of ring that kind of funneled the orphans. Was there a judge involved? Night parties. There was like a lot of. It was really, it's so fucking sad, but it's so interesting how it was like one of the first times um, the accusers, people who accused someone of raping them and molesting them, they, the accusers got put in jail for lying. Mm. They're like, no, you lied. And it was just, it, it like, I can't say the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, there's but an element of the Gabriel Fernandez thing that's like that, that's so fucking upsetting. It's just a very upsetting um, I'm going to find out what that is. Yeah, we have to make a... Can we make a list of things? I gotta yeah, it. Will's going to do it. <laughs> um, I had a thought. I think this is a... This is more... It's an unpopular opinion. We need a small... I, I don't want to put out a AP... I don't want people making songs. We can't have too many people making songs because we're not going to use all these songs. Well, we've have, we have enough. What's wrong? I need one for Smallpox Blanket Statement. Yeah, small plug explaining the statement is okay, Hey, I'll tell you what. Can Hoda Kotb, on only Hoda Kotb, can you make a smallpox blanket statement song? Say his name. Paula. Palacota. <laughs> and I'm wrong with Hoda Kotb. Come on. <laughs> Palacota. Make us a, please make us a smallpox blanket statement song. Thank you, Pala. Pala. Um <laughs> If you want to have kids, you're a climate denier. I'm sorry. There's no other way to put it. If you think that you should bring kids into the world, then you're a climate change denier. You maybe aren't explicitly saying you're denying, but you're not. You're at best, you're a climate change hypocrite. At worst, you're a climate change denier. Because what you're saying is it's not going to be that bad. Which is like, no, science is all saying it's going to be this bad and all of their projections have fallen short of how bad it's gotten. So by saying that you're, by having children, you're basically saying, you know what, fuck it. By eating meat, you're a climate change denier. And by having children, you're a climate change denier. You heard it here first. That's why they call it a smallpox blanket statement. And and, uh, Pala... If you get this song, well, you're not gonna be able to get it to us in time. Maybe we email him. Yeah, fuck it. I um, yeah, maybe we can email. You can email. Yeah, I could email him and get the song in before. Um, but it's too, it's too confusing. I, I just feel like if you weren't famous, you would go to preschools and scream, "You're ruining the climate." It's and not. It's it's the parents I bringing know. them here. Why are you doing what? How, your your kids are gonna live in a hellscape. We have an urge. We can't deny some people. Like some people have like this thing to have kids. And some people, let's be real though. Most kids are not planned. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. Well, a lot of people again, aren't like, yeah. Right. But that's a responsibility issue, which is why I'm a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Except about climate. I'm a Republican. Um so uh, another thing, I tweeted this, and I'll say it on here because it bears repeating. Do not, under any circumstances, wear sunglasses to my funeral. Oh my! I watched some of the Kobe footage. 
If you wear sunglasses at the funeral, you will not be allowed in. Neil, you're scolding a lot today. This is a lot of scolds. Just two in a row. Okay. Why? What's up with sick? I just think it's disrespectful. What? They don't want people to see them cry. Why not? Show people what I meant to you. <laughs> Show people what I meant to you. Let them know. This, write this. The, the what is handkerchiefs go, win. The what is handkerchiefs win a thousand Michael dollars. Jordan falling at the Kobe family. Falling. Um, he was like, like, but yeah, he was, didn't even have the urge to do this. Like, kind of Well, usually people do it for him because he's so rich. <laughs> uh, someone threw a Gatorade towel at him. Kidding. Um... <laughs> Uh, and oh, this is a separate thing that we should talk about next week because we've got so many letters. Okay, let's go to the emails. Well, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to check that email. You've got mail. Hello, Neil and G'day Binktons. Writing in as a fellow white who has always been fascinated, generally curious about race, grew up in a white area, but did not track, uh, but did track in basketball from a from a youth till the end of college, and had a diverse friend and dating group. Uh, like Neil, I'm generally willing and able to talk about race and the issues around it, uh, anytime with anyone, since it's such a hot topic, sometimes, uh, just discussion of it puts people in a real judgmental position. And sometimes people have misunderstandings, slight disagreements, differing viewpoints, et cetera, all good for general dialogue. And I feel these combos help long-term. And we turned somebody out last week with our white conversion program. We turned them. Uh, for the record, my views on race, societal issues align closely with Neil 90% or, mo- or more, for the most part, minus him selling mattresses and funky <laughs> Japanese dress shirts and not allowing banks to sell any merch. And she Thank never will. Thank you. Um, but sometimes in 2020, people have such a negative outlook toward hearing anything I might have to say, might even hear a response that often starts with, as a white male, you have a privilege that you don't understand, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Neil, since you are racially and socially conscious, willing to talk about tough topics, have good intentions, and are generally a friend and ally to black folks globally, how do you handle uh, tough feedback or people just calling you racist or uninformed, et cetera, when you're talking, debating, et cetera? We know you can definitely hold a grudge, but does does negative feedback like that impact you? Um, uh, I don't hold a grudge... If somebody has a if somebody holds a racial grudge, that I that I I encourage that. <laughs> like if you want to there's a lot of people who think I'm racist that I'm just like, yeah, I, okay. Um uh I don't that's one I don't get. I think that you're they're entitled to. I think they're wrong. Right. And I think it's just racism against me, but I also know that that's just a small price to pay. Relative to the price of black people have to pay every second of every day. Right. So it doesn't bother uh, So you. if like for, if Tanahasi Coates thinks I'm racist, 
Uh, right, you're not going to go uh, parasite him. Like, I don't, I don't know why I did email with him. This is like seven years ago. But, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's did pretty, you it's come interesting. to a... Uh, rough, yes and no. Yes and no. Does he still, if you think if someone asked him, what do you say? I here? think he just thinks I'm a nuisance. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, okay. Um, so, uh, like, but I get it. If you want to hold a rest, there's tons of people that still, hold, you know. How do you deal with when someone's like, well, you don't understand because you're white. I, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Uh, but the thing I always want to say is like, I, I'm as good as you're going to get. I'm about as good a white as right. you're going to have. I'm the most understanding. I mean, of the white. That doesn't mean That's I'm that understanding. But I'm, in terms of whites, I'm, I've got to be on the short list right. of like decent white American allies. Do I say the N-word in public? Yeah. Uh, there's tons of problematic parts of me. Absolutely. But will I recommend get jobs for yeah. help? Whatever. Yes. Um. So you just got to take it on the chin, dog. And also know that like, all right. You could also preface it by saying like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You, the, I think the thing you can offer is like a racist, a white opinion that they might not hear. Mm. It's kind of like what I've noticed with white people is blank. Yeah, you got to kind of uh, pad it a yeah. little. You have to it's... be like, I'm not, you have to discount yourself. It's like where women, I think Chelsea Peretti used to do a joke about how women have to insult themselves three times right. before they can compliment another woman. They have to like neutralize themselves. Right. Be like, like I'm um, gross, these... I'm fat, and I'm awful. But I just want to say, I love your pants. <laughs> Um, I can't remember the exact joke, but uh, what as a brown person, what do you think? Well, I think you gave him good advice because he's white and he's dealing with similar things to you. But I, I also think that if you're not uber sensitive, I think you can have a discussion with someone of the opposite race about something that maybe they don't fully understand. Like, I, I, I don't like to just discount people like, well, you don't get it. You're white. But there are some opinions where it's just like, yeah, it's just not. Like, I'm not even gonna like. You yeah. don't fucking get it. Yeah. It's gonna be hard to implant my experience in your head, even if you're trying. You know, so it you can't. I mean, the other question with any argument is, what's the most persuasive path to take? Yeah, and discounting someone. You almost, you're basically saying like, fuck you forever. I'm never, I don't like you. And I'm from here on out, I would like you have a bad taste in your mouth about people that look like me. Yeah. But if you just write somebody off like that, it's just, it's so harmful long term. I get the frustration and being like, fuck you. But, and also the exhaustion of dealing with white people. But right, because and sometimes it's like it depends on the person. Sometimes, it's like, dude, I don't have the uh data, like, I don't have enough space to fill you in. Yeah, it depends. It was somebody like you. I mean, I don't think you need that much, you know, I think you can enter into a intelligent, an intelligent conversation about race, and no one has to really fill you in about a lot of things. No, but I can also inform white people in a way that makes them go, oh, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if, do you think if a black person was informing a white person and then you 
inform them on the same thing might be a little more open. I think science would say that they're going to be more apt to listen to me. Yeah. I think just literally, and the opposite would be true. Um, we could say the exact same script, and I bet. Right. That's part of what ta was getting on me about. The, it, it, it's a lot of shit that he okay. was getting on me about. But, but the was, main, the crux of it was that. The crux of it was like, I the the headline of the interview was somehow like, I was a w- interpreter for black people, which mm. is like, I've never fucking said that in my <laughs> That's life. so condescending. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I speak black. And then I was, and then Mike Epps had said something about white people not shouldn't write for black people, and I was like, well, mm. Quentin. T-, and then I referred to Quentin Tarantino as the best black screenwriter ever. I and I didn't. What I meant was he writes the best black characters. I didn't mean right. he's actually black. Right. Um. And then that's when. Yeah, it's like, and then okay, but you know what I'm saying. You're thin slicing me. How was that Twitter karate? Uh, it was seven it was kind of prehistoric in terms of like right. how crazy twitter was but you uh, just like it was like actual just dialogue no he he linked to an article and then i got his email from Wyatt Snack and then he emailed him I was like hey man right i'm a big fan of yours like and i really am um and uh and he kind of started with like i don't know who listens i don't know who reads me man <laughs> i think he didn't expect me to be a no. fan of it oh my god neil um, that is so funny you're like I'm going to have to email you. Yeah. Call I mean, me it wasn't out. even like, I wasn't checking them. I was just like, dude, like we have a fucking million friends in common. And again, I, if I am, I the, is how big a problem. I'm not really a type, right? I'm not like, well, you know, that Neil Brennan type who, what, who, what's, who's on that list. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's not, it's not a real, I'm not a real systematic systemic problem i'm if i'm a problem i'm a i'm singular yeah it's like a one of one yeah it's a singular problem so it you try to pay me whatever everybody can go google it's but and i can't i won't talk about right. our emails but it was i almost want to do a show about our emails goodbye i know i'm like man i'm like yeah let um, me see. um i'm gonna i want to read this one yeah go you've got mail space 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 Adore the show. Great balance of cult- current events, anecdotes, and thought-provoking perspectives. Bianca, you speak your, in parentheses, female POC hot girl. Experience with such a strong voice. The dynamic you two have is great. Neil, I watched three mics and it came out and I have been hooked on your ideas ever since. I took my younger brother, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Despite, sorry, I'm not trying to discount him praising you. Despite something I heard on one of your recent episodes, this native Seattle thinks her genes resulted in an acceptably attractive phenotype. But then again, what does this potential ago know? Okay, my question is for Neil. About four months ago, I went on antidepressants for the first time and have experienced a noticeable increase in my weight. Light research on how to prevent this mentioned to com- complete mentioned the complete avoidance of high protein, low carb diets. This was a complete surprise to me. This has been my diet for years. And, but what I read claimed it was a worse diet for someone on serotonin, someone with serotonin deficiency. I'd rather be alive and fat than skinny and sad. Are you sure? Go ahead. (laughs) Neil, do you have input on weight gain and antidepressants? Thanks. Yes. Some of them make you gain weight. Is I had it, one that made me gain weight when I wouldn't eat. What do you mean? 
I, w- I, I ate less and I gained weight. I thought weight gain meant it just increased your appetite. No, it means you just take Stored. on your body, digest food differently. Because Fuck. the main serotonin, all that shit is in gut bacteria. And that sends a signal to your brain. So it, it is gut related. Um, yeah, you just have to, I, if you, if, if, if you don't care, then stay on it. If you care, try another one. Cause they, they don't really know why these things work. It's random. They don't, they don't even really know the mechanism on a lot of these drugs. They just but go, we know it works. We don't know drug. exactly how it, when you look, when you scratch the surface, it's really vague. Weird. So yeah. Um, so if you don't mind the weight gain, fine. But as someone who builds his entire personality around his weight, um, I think it's uh, really important. Uh, I, no, I if you don't care, fuck it. But if you care, then try another one. Um, it, like birth control, I know it's like some yeah. make you gain weight. Some you have to try them out. It kind of fucks with you a lot. Is it the same or like once you find one that works, is it really... F- but you don't like the side effects, is it really fucked up to get off it and try a new one? Or is it like... Some can uh, be harder than others. I mean, it depends how long you've been on it. Like, if you go off Zola, for instance, you get brain zaps. What's that? They're hard to explain. They feel like you're having an orgasm. It's It's a cross between an orgasm with no serotonin. So it's like Mm. a blank. It's like... And being a little off balance. So it's not pleasurable. It's confusing. Yes. And it's, you don't know when you're going to get Are it. Are they called brain zaps? That they, yes. Cause that's kind of the best way to put it. Um, so, so yeah. Goodbye. This is a pretty good one. You've got um, mail. Oh, this is a very good one, actually. Um, what up, Neil Banks? I'm a 40 year old Canadian white boy living in Denver, Colorado. Recently, I had sex with a girl after a couple dates. It was the first time I had slept with anyone in over a year. Super fun and refreshing, but afterwards, she got quite weird. <laughs> this was at my place, and after using the washroom, I got back into bed with her, and she was already half asleep. I laid down, touched her, and I felt like I needed to make the situation clear. We hadn't discussed anything prior, and I certainly didn't expect sex that night, so I just said, Hey, that was so much fun. It's totally cool if you want to sleep here. I just don't want you to worry about having to leave or anything. She replied, you can kick me out if you want to, to which I replied, why would I kick you out? I just said you could stay. Mm. The response was met with total silence for about 30 seconds, which as a guy, I got to say, always a good sign. (laughs) Um, Then she suddenly got up and without a word, put all her clothes on super fast and was out my front door before I understood what was happening. I was laying there super confused, and then I heard the front door close. I honestly thought she fucking robbed me at first. (laughs) Again, another great sign. I texted her immediately what just happened. She replied, I know what you can stay here means. Our correspondence continued from there, but basically it boils down to her projecting shit on me from a past relationship so hard that she took what I said to mean the opposite and had to leave without communicating a single word or feeling. I've never encountered a situation like this. I actually was really starting to like her. But after that craziness, I'll probably never speak to her again. She has since pro- uh, since profusely apologized via text and asked and start and uh, asked to meet up again. She even wrote me a whole thing about how she started her period the next day. So her hormones are the explanation for her behavior. Is this a thing? Guys say you can stay, but it means you got to go. I'm kind, honest, respectful kind of guy, and I would never do such a thing. If I don't want you to be around, you'll know straight up, and I certainly wouldn't have sex with you. I'm eager to hear both your opinions on this fucktastrophe. 
maybe Banks, female perspective, even a little bit more. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, thanks. I love you, McFox. McFox. Um, uh, hit it. Well, the, it's a very vulnerable time after you've had sex with someone the first time. I've never been in this position. I've never hooked up with someone. I don't hook up very quickly mm -hmm. with sex, at least. You're still stringing me along. Go ahead. <laughs> Seven, years. <laughs> Seven years. I like to do a podcast. I also do 45 episodes of a podcast. Um, yeah, I've never had like sex with someone I didn't know. I've messed around, but not sex. Yeah. And so it's really vulnerable. I imagine the lot, like that moment. And sometimes it can just feel like, fuck, it feels like I've known you forever or sometimes not. And I think any degree into the, what was that? Some bitches just start overanalyzing. What does that mean? Why did he? Because when he said that, I even was like, it's kind of a weird statement. It's like <laughs> it's not. This weird. is why I don't fuck yeah. people I don't know because it's, I would not go weird. bonkers. Hey, that was so much fun. It's totally cool. It's totally cool if you sleep here. I just don't want you to worry about having to leave or anything. Why would you say that? It's weird. I don't. How else should he say it? I don't I, say anything to him. No, again, this is why it's women are impossible because <laughs> there's no uniform. Ego. I know, but what should he? It doesn't work for you. It could work for another person. He, it's, it's, take the problem is not taking him at his at his word. You got to take him at his word. That's it. If you're wrong, if the if you take him at his word, and then he gets weird, then he's fuck him. But um, but. If you got to take him at his word or else what you have, nothing. A hundred percent. And when I have not been in this position, I have been in a position though, where I kind of messed around with the guy and I stayed the night I thought, and he kept waking me up and saying I was snoring. <laughs> and uh, I was like, Oh, and he's like, yeah, I have to get up early. And like, you're snoring. I'm going to Venmo this guy money. Cause it's so great. <laughs> have never been changed and outside of someone's door so fast. Imagine. I was like, what? when did you block his number immediately? Or I, I think he called earlier, possible spam. I, I ran out of the house very quickly. Like, I'm really sorry about that. I very apologetic. And, and it's funny because in the moment I was like, you definitely were trying to fucking put your dumb penis in me all night. And the moment I didn't fuck you, it's all now all of a sudden every now he starts seeing all the flaws it's just snoring yeah like if i fucked him i'm sure he wouldn't say to get out i i know in fact he wouldn't but lack of ejaculation different, you know all different the levels. all the issues started rising up i understood totally platinum i've understood you that ejaculate he, he ejaculates <laughs> platinum, 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 platinum got, level um, exactly but towels i have, I have been <laughs> Soap, <laughs> own toothbrush. The, uh, it, you get the package. Full you get the gift pack. Yeah, you get the full recline. So I lay flat. I, <laughs> I, um, I've been in that position. I think it's just being Persian. I would never kick someone out of my house. I've kicked him on the couch. I'm like you're tossing and turning. Can you go on the couch? I'll go on the couch. No, 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 no. Let me go on the couch. Like whatever. I would have appreciated if he offered to go on the couch i am still i still don't like that situation i ran out of that house so fast and i was on the street at like 4 a.m in this dodgy neighborhood and he was like you could have just waited for your uber inside like 
oh, really? In your fucking lobby? Suck my dick. So I stood with them like, no, I'm fine. Really? Please, let's never talk about this again. So I was mad. I wasn't mad. I was just like, okay, whatever. But I really felt very embarrassed. Yeah. Felt very unsafe, unsure, emotionally. And the I amount of embarrassment of women are experiencing is... <laughs> More than guys would ever imagine. Most of like when a woman's acting weird, it's she's embarrassed. It's or like insecure. imagine constantly every moment getting stopped and asked for your ID. Yeah. Oh. It's yeah, just like, God, me. never mind. I'm just not going to yeah. go. I'm going to go. Don't worry. I'm going to go. Yeah. You stay. So I think the fact his wording is just seemed like I had no problem with the wording. I've had <laughs> bad experiences didn't. in this myself. Okay. What was, how do you get someone to leave? No, you. It's you how you, you get them to leave. It. It's like you, you. I anyone can sleep. I don't give a shit. That's not especially with my tufts and needle king size. Um, you wouldn't. You would just be like, eh, deal with it. I wouldn't ever tell someone to leave unless I. I can't think of any time I've told someone to leave. Thank um, you. I was completely. I, what if she was snoring bad? But if uh no, I I nothing. I would. It wouldn't bother. Um, sign of a man but i it is a hard thing to say it's a it's like you're more than welcome to come it's hard to say if you're if someone hasn't heard about a party and you say there's it's very hard to diction wise to say it in a way that doesn't feel like a lie yeah and it's the same with this yeah it is it's the, it's weird with the period thing and the miscommunication the last girlfriend i had uh came to i was doing a show in new york and it was sold out um and she i left her name at the door plus one with her friend i assumed they would get seats but they they oversold tickets and so she had to stand she uh she came backstage and was like i'm gonna leave and i was like what and she's like i'm gonna leave me and my friend are gonna leave because you and i was like okay because they don't have seats for us and i was like oh boy um this is a classic case of like thanks for helping my career um and uh and the next morning um i was like what happened last night she slept in my hotel and i was like what happened last night and uh, she was like, why, you, "No, why you say she slept in my hotel? You also had sex with her that night. Yeah, no, I didn't. That's she was asleep. Bed. In fact, Damn, we were, she we were even, scheduled to have sex. This is how wild she you? went with it. We were scheduled to have sex because this is because I this was a great uh, triumph in the relationship. I made it so I could just go. One of us could go. Hey, we got to fuck later, and we would. Right? It was not of this. None of this good boy earns earned sex <laughs> shit." That you've subscribed to. Um, uh, so when I got home, there was a note saying with a with a pointing at the sink, going like, "Why don't you come in this?" Which was like, "Okay, I like her." Okay, okay. So that's funny. So then I, I, I totally agreed. So then, <laughs> uh, so then the next morning, I'm like, "So what happened?" And she's like, "You embarrassed me in front of someone I love." At which you wouldn't understand because you don't love anyone. And I was like, what the <laughs> Damn, fuck? I thought the cum yeah. note was bad. And I, I go, and I was like, we don't have to, we're not going to do this anymore. I was basically like, we're not. And she goes, are you breaking up with me? I go, yeah, I'm breaking up with you. 
She immediately starts crying and says, I'm so sorry. I'm about to start my period. A week earlier, she had said that she used to take antidepressants when she was starting her period to ease the fucking transition. Right. Okay. Um, Some people have very, very bad. stopped. And now she, this situation made her realize that she needed to start again. Give her a second chance. Absolutely. I, okay. It was great. I absolutely gave her a second chance. Okay, because you're really cool. Got it. Because she was completely uh, honest and honest and 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 uh, she apologetic. Showed it was like yeah. great. Cool. She, to total remorse. Okay. I think this guy should show remorse. But you don't think he did anything wrong? I also don't think he. No, I don't. And she basically apologized. Oh, she did. Yeah, she. Apologized. I think he should give her another chance because I don't think that I think. Uh, this sounds like a complete apology. I mean, look, some people just everyone. It's the most clunky time in everyone's life is to start dating someone. You know, it's like everyone's protecting themselves, yeah. but they're being vulnerable. And yeah. the other person misreads like it's we we communicate the most and the least when we're getting to know someone in a sexual way. Yes. And the most physically and the least. Verbally, and yeah, it's just like, why yeah. did he? What does he? It's yeah. just too uh, mentally, it's very taxing. So, why not get like you know, we all make mistakes. Yeah, I think he should absolutely give her a second chance. Uh, somebody uh, on another note, someone wrote, speaking of second chances, somebody wrote an email that I forgot to put on here about basically saying that I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> uh, it wasn't an email, it was a it was a DM. Saying that I'm a hypocrite for forgiving Michael Vick, but not forgiving the DP who apologized to me. Okay. Um, I forgive the guy. No, no, no. You wouldn't work with him again. Yeah, I wouldn't work with him again because I have many options. Well, I there's have, many options to replace Michael Vick. That, that, no, there aren't. What do you mean? Like, is an announcer? There were eventually, but there weren't. He was an all pro quarterback after that. No, I mean, like, right now he just works in the. He works. Doing announcing yeah. and with the show and stuff like that. So, oh, could they replace him? I don't think that Fox is. I think it's. I think he's good. I I honestly think he's very good looking. He's telegenic. Yes, he's he like is. sparkly. I always thought there should that that Alex Rodriguez, Pete Rose, and Jose Canseco should have their own radio show. Like like absolutely produce it. Yeah, just charismatic. Like, but not even charismatic. Them- I'm saying like. They like they don't mind a controversial figure. Alex mm. Rodriguez is on the Fox baseball show. Like, right. so I'm the I forgive the guy, but I didn't want to work with him. He wasn't he wasn't especially good. So it wasn't like so it wasn't like I'm the, not going to reward great... him for an apology by making something I shoot look worse. Like, well, I have to reward his apology. Like, so he wasn't some great DP that you were like, fuck, no. But I, I want to work with him, but like, no, yeah, the thing with thing. a lot of these departments is that they are not, they're not interchangeable, but like you can get, it's all kind of around the same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So it, then it comes down to personality. That's, it's a big consideration. Uh. So yeah. who do I like being around? Who do I like spending time with? So uh, you thought you had me and you didn't have me. Let's show <laughs> this dreams and nightmares question. This fucking guy. Hold on. This hold on. Audience members. This fucking guy animated his own question on some Richard Linklater type shit. Oh lord. Like he changed the game. Okay. You've got mail. Hello, Neil and Bianca. I have another drawing for you. 
And a question. Do you all feel like dreams or nightmares have any special, significant uh, merit or purpose or value to you? Or do you think it's just brain shit and just the waste of our conscious mind just uh, taking stuff and putting it somewhere else? How do you feel about dreams and nightmares? Gotta change the game. Gotta First of all, I want YouTube that, that print yeah. of us. It's Fantastic. beautiful. It's very African as well. I love yes, that. Very African palette. Who is that? Can we? Who is? Who wrote it? Who? What's his name? Dominic Rabram. 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 Dominic. Excellent. Please. And good glasses Fucking as well. Great. Yeah. Great glasses. Um, I cannot say enough bad things about dream, dream and analysis. My dreams are so dumb and literal. Yeah, you said they're that. so dumb. This week, I dreamt that I, the ones I remember, I dreamt that I was at SNL and in the writers' room, and everybody was being weird to me. And most of my dreams are about somebody in comedy being weird to you. And then wow. another dream I had this week involved the Kardashians. And then I was at their house. And then one of them got upset because I mentioned a horrible intro I'd gotten at a comedy show. And then they all got upset. So this is not, there's no metaphor. There's no symbolism. It's nonsense. Bad, bald writing. And it, it's always been that way with me. Every single guy I date, I always have the same dream about them. Not a recurring, but I have it once per relationship. And it's that they are naked and they're like alive, but they're made of hot dog and I'm <laughs> eating them. Like eating their lower body. You're right. You're healthier than me. You're so much <laughs> healthier than me in relationship. Wow. It's very strange. Uh, and it's also just nonsense. I, I know, but nonsense. I really do want, like if I could have an analysis of some dreams more than others, I really would want it. But when I was taking like a psychology class in college, towards, you know, the the more alt chapters or towards the end, you don't really get to the very last chapters in a textbook. Yeah. You know, I was looking at it and I looked at the dream analysis and the godfathers of dream analysis. Young and, and all they, them. No, no, no. There's like they have young and uh, you know what? Like, yeah, they all have a lot of credits and they're herald as you know pillars and in um, the dream analysis world, there are people who just. I'm just like, at least you could prove something about like Pavlov's dog. It's not or something. fucking proof. None it of it's proof. That's prove, the thing. It's just nonsense. That's what I'm saying. But there are people who've built their careers being like. This is the yes. guy in dream analysis. Yes. I'm like, who the fuck the elected most, you the, the guy? The highest rating you can get is like, meh, that seems as credible as anything. I found a nine, I like looking in thrift stores, old books. Uh -huh. There was a book of dream analysis from 1975. Mm -hmm. And it was like, if you dream of money, that means money, you're going to get money soon. If you dream of your teeth falling out, that means you're worried. It was like bullshit. It's like, what is this? This is someone made this and made money. It's phrenology. It's the I mean, I would say the thing with your feet connecting to a better part of your, another part of your body is like the same. It's all it's just, that has more credibility than 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 it's just done. It's like I've had therapists bring up dreams. I'm like, if if it's <laughs> over, if you mean this, 
<laughs> oh my god, you're bringing it up with them. The thing is, I do when I dream of friends of mine, because I never dream of friends of mine. Every time I've dreamt of friends of mine, they're in trouble. They're in distress in their life. And I call them immediately and I'm like, Are you okay? Because I dreamed about you. And they're generally not okay. So you know, who knows? So who knows? Young. I dream young about you every night. Thank you. And I'm in real <laughs> trouble. Um Goodbye. Uh You've got mail. Uh, no, this is really long. Oh, this person is, is audio? uh morbidly obese. Okay. And it's a well-written letter and funny, but I, it's just too fucking long. And she doesn't quite have a point. I think it's a she. I don't really know what her point was. Her point was like, still a big fan. I have no doubt if you read this, you'll take apart my argument faster than a whole baguette I ate yesterday. Um, it's basically comparing obese people. I'm bigoted toward obese people in a way that I'm not toward any other group. And and I'm saying well, because um, any other group on the air, okay. uh, no, any other group on yeah, and uh, I'm not I I it really is like I'm just bigoted about it. And my and what she's saying is that my comparison, if I put it in a racial frame, would be. Uh, like it's kind of like well black people how many opportunities do they want like the sort of old racist like yeah. how much longer are you going to talk about this they're they they're leeches on the welfare system stuff like that uh i don't believe that about black people and if they are leeches on the uh welfare system it's because of systematic racism mm. if obese people are obese it's a lack of willpower now you could say well, black people are having children. That's a lack of willpower or whatever that you want to right. say. Like, or people of color, any any minority that has a disproportionate amount of uh, children. Uh, I still would say that there's more agency in people having kids that shouldn't have kids. I I have as high a level of bigotry as I do with, with uh, obese people, which is like, fuck you. But like, also in their defense, I mean, this is kind of off topic, but most i think black babies are aborted at a very high rate are they yeah i was reading that because i was looking at something about the census coming up in the population mm-hmm. and how latinos are out gonna outnumber i think they already outnumber black people i'm not sure that's i had my money on latinos did on you that bet one, so that's very that good <laughs> good for me i'm getting that Buttigieg money back <laughs> yeah. and so um it was saying that a black baby is four times more likely to be aborted than a white I need to right okay but I don't anyways I I don't if I I really uh do you believe that you're bigoted towards fat people yes yeah somebody said it last week and I'm like yeah you're absolutely right um uh I don't I I don't hold people that have kids uh who can't support them I hold them in low esteem. Mm. I think it's damn near reprehensible. Yeah. And especially watching these documentaries, like the documentary yesterday, the the Gabriel one, it's just like, fucking don't have a kid. Don't have one. You can't do it. It's this other thing of like, I think I'll do well. How about just thinking negatively? Mm. How about that? How about the power of negative thinking? (laughs) 
or the the or we'll call it the freedom of negative thinking of of the of just like oh let's not assume I'm going to be good at that. Let me assume I'll be bad at that and then give it more time. And I'm not saying you got to get an abortion. I'm not saying we should uh, we should sterilize people. I, I, I but I don't know what I'm saying. Because I don't know what the alternative is. Right, exactly. It's um, not like you have the answer to. Yeah, I do, but I don't. People that have kids out of I make it's. I actually think it's worse than if you can believe it, worse than obesity. I um, can't because to talk about a drain on the system. I mean, just they, it's nothing. It's like, dude, you. It's I ate too much ice cream Saturday. Again, most people don't plan to have kids. They just aren't having abortions. I didn't plan on eating all that ice cream. <laughs> just happened uh yeah i agree but they should i i just don't understand how you can't not come in. that's pretty just don't come inside them no i know but there are there's a pill of course there's, pre-come there's many no, no, there's a pill so if you don't pay, take your pill that day you forget you're not taking it at the right time effective it goes down and effective and it's like right there's so many variables yeah. and then who the fuck wants to have an abortion? It is traumatic. I don't fucking know. It's just it's a it's not so. I you also know a lot of people who probably get married and then plan to have a kid, whereas of course. upstanding wives. Oh yeah, exactly. Most people aren't. You know, most of us just got here. Right. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know what my like. How do we was. do? How do we address the fact that all of us want to have sex? And it feels just, good. You have to do, fucking wear. It's like, yeah, they just. It's so consequential for yeah. the world. Um, it's like, hey, you want to potentially make a fucking murderer? <laughs> you want to come over later and make a murderer with me? Make a vagrant. No. Make a rapist. Make a. If you vagrant. don't. If you're not responsible, the odds of you making a horrible person just skyrocket. What? If you're not a good parent. Oh, yeah. If you're not a good parent. Yes. yes you're going to make a horrible. The odds of the person being a sociopath just are way higher. Mm-hmm. So. But then again, it's a lot of times it's genetic and it's not good. I think <laughs> that's why I stopped having sex. Uh, Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. All right. Last week, you two were talking about the morality of lying to your folks to get to get the bag or keep the peace. You both mm. agreed that mm. this wild, selfish version of a Robin Hood complex was acceptable, but so did I. I wanted to see your take on the flip of that. Imagine you or a significant other have worked your whole life to set aside some money for your three children for when they either turned uh, blank years old or you passed away. This money was set aside for them to build a better life for themselves and or their families. You are not committed to any religion, but being uh, but but committed to being uh, considered a human being to the environment and your fellow human beings for the majority of your life. One of your three children has decided to dedicate his or her life to a religious establishment. He is obsessive. He does not have children, but a wife that has never done you all wrong, but uh, never has done anything to wow y'all. She, too, is equally obsessive about the religious establishment. You might as well just name her. I know. And her name is my sister-in-law, Mary. Uh, requires that they donate 40% of their funds, and they also spend three to four nights a week here and all of a, a weekend day. You personally don't agree with the religious establishment stances or practices, even feeling somewhat offended by the archaic cult-like nature of it all. Do you still give this child an equal amount of money? 
that's a great question that I that is absolutely has to be based on a real situation. Oh yeah, it's way too specific. Yeah, um, it's a great question. Mm, I do have the my first gut reaction is to give him less. Interesting. I you know gut reaction, not thinking about it. It's like mm, that money's just gonna go to that weird fucking cult, but. I don't know. If you love okay, your let's kid, game it out. Okay. You give him less. He's going to resent the other two forever. Right? Yeah. For something that they didn't do. You give him none. Same thing. You give them all the same. The kids that aren't in the cult, whatever you want to call it, are going to resent. You, the dead person. For giving him. For giving him money that you know he's going to give to this weird organization. But they'll also understand why you gave it equally. Yeah. And you kind of can't say, you can't dictate where the money's going to go. Because what one, I mean, what's the difference between a weird cult-like thing and a fucking buying a harley or you know what i mean or right, like just exactly. some other dumb shit like you can't really I, control like yeah. you've got to there's certain things where it's like this is the line yeah i think this you got i think you care. give them the money i think you give them the money and if they want to you keep you certainly keep the peace with the kids and yeah like that's the biggest consideration is like the is the is the thing like i like my dad didn't give me money and I, it could be weird with my brothers and sisters, but I just. Were you the only one? Yeah. He, everybody else got money. Uh -huh. It was in three mics. It was like the big. I know, but mics. I didn't remember yeah. if. Yeah. yeah. yeah everybody yeah. got money except for you. Yeah. Did and it, did how much did that fuck you up? It didn't fuck me up. I mean, look at me. Uh, you tell me. Um, it did. It, it yeah. It was upsetting. It was upsetting in that it was fucking just mean. Uh, it was. I was pissed at my mom for like uh, pushing me to go to the funeral, knowing he didn't leave me. Like right, just shit like, like that. Where you like just leave me alone. Right. Just leave me alone. I don't need. How did you find out about the will thing? Couldn't we just into, not tell you? What do you mean? Like couldn't? No, because at a certain point they released the will. <laughs> They release it like they like they the lawyer goes, here's the will. And then you all go, oh, did you did it make you question? Like, did my dad love me? Did No, it's also in three months. He didn't. He said he didn't. It was great. It was clarifying. He said yes. he doesn't love. Yes. You. When? When he was on alive. One of his last and one of his final one of our final conversations in person. Yeah. And on the phone. But yeah. Yeah, but it was great because it was clarifying. It was like, it's I didn't think, no, but I know what it made me not, it made me feel like not crazy. I know, but what it was his reasoning? That's so mean. He's mean. I'm tearing up. I it's know not you are. my, it's not my allergies. It's very sweet. Uh, he was a mean guy and he was from a loveless environment. So, but he, so that's what. Did he not love anyone or? No, what? yeah, he didn't love anyone. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it wasn't Lesser. me specifically. Oh, I mean, look at me. Tears getting um, sucked back. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I still, awful. he didn't love me either. No, Bring no, the tears I'm, back. Real, real. This they're is still. what I want at the funeral. If you, if you wore sunglasses, that would be the, the ultimate burn. Um, <laughs> um, 
So it's so awful to tell. Like, yeah, it's just uh, the telling. I didn't mind, but the the money thing. It was like a, I got like baited into find like going to the funeral. And was like, right, like just what? let just, just leave let me be. Yeah, just leave me. Let me go. Let me. You know. So that was aggravating. But I don't hold the grudge against my brother and sister. Does Does your mom know why he did that? She's petty. It's inherited. Yeah. pettiness. Yeah. Um. And he was miserable and petty and jealous and didn't like, you know, so competitive with his kids and just not. Do you know, uh, I I never really thought of that, but I think some people are competitive with their kids. Yeah, they a lot of people are. Why you think? I don't understand that. Well, like the other night I did a bit about, I do about not wanting to have kids, right? And then Rogan went on after me, Joe, and said a thing about like, so you're just going to disintegrate and die? Yeah, man. <laughs> so are you. You're. It doesn't give you eternal life. Right. People have a weird idea about what a kid is and what. And you don't want to. People get competitive. People only. People want to give you. I think about this a lot. Like people want you to do well, but not that well. That's, That's funny. Yeah, people want you to do well, just not better than them. It's they like, want you whoa, to do whoa, pretty whoa, well. Whoa. Yeah, and then anything Chill. else is a threat to them. So, you. So with my dad being competitive, he was just not a good guy. So. And and that's just why I'm I'm big on like if you can't raise a kid don't roll the dice Mm. and if you and don't also but how do you know if you can raise a kid once you do it i mean well he had nine before me so he was pretty good but again it's this thing of like i want to be the kind of person who power of negative thinking just the decency of negative thinking just fucking be decent and go i don't know man Mm. if you're not if there's other doctors on the plane and you're not really good with CPR, maybe don't raise your hand when they ask. Like, maybe I'll be better this time. No. Just let another doctor do it. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm I I'm I am bigoted toward people that are bad parents. <laughs> and uh and fat people. And of course fat people. Uh you know who you are. Um and uh you know who you are. and uh and I I think with yeah you just got to leave it and yeah. and uh, I but thankfully I don't have a it did cause static with other brothers and sisters but not like me. they were uh, upset for you oh yeah there was but there were, were like, other there was another you... brother that he my dad did some tricky shit with and so my thing is like yo if you're leaving this earth like why intentionally cause a drama shots what the shots fuck? from the grave dog it's That's just some like hardcore it's shit. like a fucking tupac song mm. yeah no um so but yeah people need money and it makes everybody like i always say sex and money brings out the worst in everybody goodbye uh, we gotta wrap it up. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, I have a problem that you may be able to help me with. I have recently noticed a big change in how I'm treated by black people, uh, <laughs> men specifically. 
I get dismissed a lot when trying to be friendly. I recently <laughs> went to a corner store that I go to when I visit the city and was told by a customer unprovoked that I'm not really welcome there. The only thing that has changed for me is I got a pretty big promotion and I'm dressing in name brand clothes. I'm also a pretty stocky guy with long hair and a bunch of visible tattoos. Is this just a sign of current racial tension and the fact that I look like a typical privileged and angry white guy? Uh, if that's the case, is that something I just have to deal with as fallout from years of racism going the other direction? Or is there a way to let people know that I'm cool, uh, like a MAGA hat in reverse? Uh, I love to know how Neil feel and what Bing think. Uh, Maggie had in reverse. I like how. I like that he's taking it. Yeah. First of all, I hope black people hear that. I I feel like most black people who listen to this podcast understand where white people are coming from in terms of like they mean well. Right. <laughs> they're like, hey man, how can I do better? Like they mean well. There's just nowhere to learn how to be better. There truly is no orientation. There's no camps. There's no classes how to be just a decent white person uh this kid stocky long hair tattoos it can go it uh, like there's an 80 percent chance that you're that you're well i don't even think it's douchey i think it's just like a clan person <laughs> no, or like an in insane like clown brand. person he's are you an insane brand. clown person <laughs> Um, I I wish black people would call white people that insane <laughs> clown people. Um, oh my God, so, so I don't. That's your bigger issue, and I and maybe if you carry yourself like like with a little I don't know if humility is the right word. I don't know what you would what would take. It has to be a fucking black neighborhood for them to go. You don't. You're not welcome here. Maybe maybe it's. That he looks with all that flashy name brand. He's tall, strapping. But what's he? Wear, what's even a name brand? I don't know. He said I got a promotion. I'm wearing all name brand. Right, but what name brand do black people not adore and love? Maybe like you know some hipster fucking streetwear shit. I don't know. They'd love that. Sure, like but it. maybe they don't love it on him. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. What if he represents gentrification or like a new? Right. Maybe he just looks like dude. Just go get the fuck out of here. Because he said when I go to the city, there's a corner store I visit. I wonder if he's Buying now drugs. <laughs> I'm Daniel Schneider. This is I'm from the uh, I'm the pharmacist. Did you watch that documentary? The pharmacist. No, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. like into the pharmacist. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Will's about to pop off a dog watch. All right. My name's Daniel Schneider. Um, uh, I think you just got to carry yourself with a bit of humility and and. It's hard to know if you want to be like a considered if you want to neutralize yourself to black people. It's hard to know how to dress. It, it size is a big one. Mm. Size and like you know comfort and I, you know it's hard. You just gotta be friendly, cool. It's just it's like comes with the territory. Yeah, you're not in danger. No, you're not in danger. So you're and fine. it's again, you gotta just take it. As long as you're not in danger, take that, take that, take that, take that, take that, take that for racism. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> You've got mail. Hey, Bianca, Neil. Okay, so I take pride in developing opinions that stand up to questioning and scrutiny. In relation to what you guys shared about leaving the United States and things getting disorganized real quick, I have developed an opinion about why I think the United States is the best country in the world. And it goes like this. You can't find a country in the world with a higher quality of living that also has a comparable population 
in relation to the United States, 330 million people. How you guys feel about this? And I'm not wearing this uh, tank top on purpose. It just happened to be the day I'm wearing this shirt. Thanks. No accidents, dog. <laughs> no accidents in this world, dog. I like it. Um, I believe in outfit analysis. <laughs> um, uh, I the stats thing. I don't know. Canada has like UK has about eighty million people, which is right. kind of a lot. It's particularly for the how size. Yeah, big it is. Um, Most of them are in London. What's Germany have? People about eighty million. Uh, I, like a few years ago, when I checked, we'll bring it was like up 70. the stats, the population by country. 80 million. 82.7 Germany. Deutschland, Deutschland. World meter. Metal. All right, so China, India. America. Then the U.S. Then Indonesia. Indonesia. The hell? All right, well, I would say that Indonesia's got a pretty good quality of life. How many people are in Indonesia? Uh, the fuck 260. That's so many people. Yeah. It's so small. What's going on there? Indonesia. Pakistan. Brazil. Japan is up there. Japan's got a pretty good. Japan's got a great quality of life, as a matter of fact. Who's the end? What's the last one? Vatican City. Oh, whatever. whatever. They, you want to talk about a quality of life. New? What about your new? Um, new. The quality of life of Vatican City is off the hook. <laughs> off the, um, can't beat the Vatican. Walk everywhere, fuck kids. Um, uh, a lot of piazzas. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Japan, I, I don't, yeah, comparable. There's really 300 is a weird number in that there aren't kind of aren't a lot of people around us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but I don't think that you can't scale out Japan. Japan has weird immigration stuff. Like they don't let anybody yeah. else in, but 127 million people is pretty good. But he was also saying, like, this is a diverse population as well. He didn't mention diverse. He just mentioned quality of life versus population. Okay. Uh, Which, yeah, but I think you can scale out Canada. You could scale out Japan. You could scale out uh, who else is decent. I don't think you could scale out Japan because it's so culturally homogenous. Germany, you could could scale out. But I don't think the quality of life is based on the race. Quality of life, I think, no. based on economy and culture. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I just said culturally. Oh, okay. So what I'm saying is scale out Japan, scale out Germany, scale out Canada, scale out um, uh, Indonesia's not, I was thinking uh, Singapore. Uh, scale out Japan, and you're, yeah, I think you can scale it out. I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's, I don't think America proves that no one else can do it. I just think America proves that other it could be done right and i also don't think you're ever aware of how many people are in america like yeah, it's million. fucking it's it's a lot so but many it's, fucking people that's a lot but this is a gigantic country yes um somebody was telling me about like so-and-so is a good tipper and i'm like i've never seen him who oh, oh a person like matt damon is a good tipper I and I'm like I've never even seen Matt. I've never even been in. I lived in the same city as Matt Damon for (laughs) forever, and I never seen. I don't even think I've come close to seeing Matt Damon. (laughs) So you can. There's so many people you don't know. Is my point. 
Bianca, let's wrap it up. Let's, let's eat. Do let's it. live our lives. We gave the people what they wanted. They found what out. What more do you Anchor, want from us? And they found out about it. Spotify. And Spotify. Uh, we love it. We love you guys. You're great. Love you Don't guys. stop with the thoughtful um, questions. Really thoughtful emails. I'm not going Very th- always. We have like the greatest listeners in terms of greatest wanting to join the conversation. We have pound for pound the greatest listeners in the game. <laughs> Uh, and by pound for pound, I mean I don't like that. Uh, we love you, slime. Goodbye. Goodbye.